Hello and welcome to the Hale Fitness Podcast. I'm Coach Jay. I'm here with Coach Serena. Hi. Hi. (laughs) This is Coach Serena's first time on the podcast. And we're going to get to know a little bit more about her. But more specifically, she has managed to recover from an ACL, kind of a devastating ACL tear, and get back to playing rugby without surgery. Just, I think it's just a super interesting topic for us to discuss. So figured we'd get on and talk about it. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. So just go. Yeah. Well, so yeah. So first, so Serena, you've been a coach here for how long? So I started in February of, okay, it's 2022 now. So 2021. Was it February of 2021? Have you been here for like more than a year and a half now? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Wow. Okay. Time flies. (laughs) Yeah. The last couple of years have gone by pretty quickly. Yeah. Yeah. But you're also a physical therapist. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. And how long have you been doing that? That I've been doing for probably five to six years now. Okay. Graduated in 2015. So took, yeah, didn't go right into it. Some time off after I graduated and then. Yeah. Yeah. And do you have a population like you normally work with a population like a little bit older, right? Yeah. So usually people I'm seeing are like 60 plus. I yeah. Would say. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, that's not very old. (laughs) It's old compared to you, maybe. But so you're working with folks like around just general mobility or recovering from stuff or. Yeah, a lot of like surgeries, orthopedic surgeries, hip replacements, knee replacements, and then just general like decline in function. So getting them stronger, improving their balance. Yeah. Yeah, that's like the big ones. And then. Some more like neurological condition, Parkinson's or post-stroke, um, right. things like that. So you also, in addition to being a therapist and a coach here, you also play rugby. Tell me a little more about that. Yeah. So I play rugby for a team in Berkeley called the Berkeley All Blues, mm. and we're part of the Women's Premier League in the U.S. So it's currently the highest level of women's rugby you can play in the U.S., not paid or like an organization yet, but we are moving to get our league funded. And so players are first not having to pay out of pocket to travel and play, and then eventually getting to a point where they're getting paid. So you're like basically pioneering a new rugby league. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Become a professional rugby player. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. So you've been doing all of that. And in the process of playing rugby and all the other things you're doing, you tore your ACL. Like what happened? Yeah. So it was actually COVID happened and took a break from rugby, obviously couldn't do that for a year and a half ish. Yeah. And then it was the summer. So probably summer of 2021, we're starting to get back into it. And we had a tournament coming up that we were not sure if we were going to be playing it or not. And I remember that week on Wednesday, I did a pretty intense workout. It had like thrusters and a lot of volume for the legs. Yeah. And because I was like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to be playing this weekend, so I might as well just go hard. Yeah. And I was like pretty sore from that. And then it ended up that we were playing. And I was like, okay, it'll be fine, you know. And something about like that morning, like I just felt, man, like my body's pretty tired. Yeah. Whatever, like we'll get through it. Yeah. And then... It was in the first game and I was going to tackle someone and then I just tackled them. And then when I got to the, when I fell, I just felt something in my knee. Yeah. And it like people say, oh, you hear like a pop or something like that. But I definitely, it almost felt like so deep and it was just like 
like you had a really tiny, like a guitar string. Yes. And it just snapped. Oh, and it was just that like deep feeling. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, shit. So I tried to get up and stand on it. I couldn't put any weight on it. Yeah. And so I crawled off or someone helped me off to the side. And then they were like, oh, it might be your ACL. We should definitely yeah. like go get an MRI. Yeah. And I was like in denial. I was like, I didn't hear a big pop. Like, oh, I was yeah, like, yeah, maybe yeah. it's something else. Yeah. Like, not so bad. And all of the MRI appointments were like super backed up because of COVID. Yes. And, like, so they couldn't get me in. They were like, oh, it's going to be a month. And I had to call every single Kaiser and see if they could book me in earlier. Yeah. And so it was that for a few days. And I finally got one at the end of the week. Yeah. And I got my MRI and got the results. And I was just like. It was a complete terror or. Yeah. Yeah. That sucks. That yeah. That really sucks. So I was like, oh man. And I was like. Do I like want to keep playing rugby? Should, you know, is this it? Yeah. Because it's a pretty big injury to recover from. Yeah. And then I really didn't want to have surgery. And yeah. I was like, I just started Googling and looking up all the research around ACL. And yeah, it, there's a bunch of like studies out there that show that you can return to sport, pivoting sport without having surgery. Yeah. And it's not something they've been able to really like dial in on who can have a successful result from that and yeah. who doesn't because there are people that will need surgery regardless. Yeah. And so I was like, well, I can give it a try and see what happens. Worst case, I get yeah. surgery. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. That was the injury. <laughs> yeah. So I tore my ACL playing basketball when I was I don't know, 20 or something. And um, I remember it was only like five or 10 years after, it was only like five or 10 years before that they even had reattachment surgery like it used to be if you were a professional and you tore your acl your career was over oh wow basically yeah i'm a lot older than you <laughs> but yeah and i was like oh yeah you're just getting the surgery and there was no like other option nowadays it's there's so many things that you can do there's stem cells and all the other yeah. things that people have done so what did you have to actually do so you did all this research and you found that would people like would the acl like reattach so okay actually yeah. back up for a second <laughs> If you've never torn your ACL, if you don't know the anatomy of the knee, can you describe like what it is and, you know, what actually tore? Yeah. So basically like you have your thigh bone, your femur, and then you have your shin bone, your tibia. Yeah. And so the ACL connects the two together Yeah. and it prevents like your shin bone from moving too far away from your, your thigh. Yeah. And so it just provides that like really good stability between the two bones. Yeah. And when you tear it, you lose that stability. And so when you go to like cut or any, or you just stand on one leg, then your knee will feel a little looser. Yeah. Cause you have your muscles that contract to stabilize it. And then you have your ligaments. Yeah. And so without that very key ligament, you have three other ones, but like they all work together. And yeah. so most people will, when they try to put weight on it and they don't have an ACL, then they'll just feel like they're like, give out. And that's what I felt when I try to walk on it. Yeah. So it's basically like you plant and like of the four potential like pillars, one of them's missing. Yeah. Yeah. And so your knee kind of twists and does all this weird stuff. So like, how do you get away with not doing surgery? Do you strengthen the other ones? Does it reattach? Yeah. So in the studies, so they followed people like five years post tear yeah, and they found that and some people they did have a healing of their ACL. So like it actually reattached? Yeah, it reattached. Really? Uh, and then others, it would attach to another ligament. Yeah. So like a lot of, I think most of them were like attached to the PCL. Wait, so the, you have these like floating around yeah. ligaments that used to be attached 
And sometimes it will like reattach to each other. Other times it will attach to another ligament. Yeah. That seems sketch if it attaches to the wrong one. Yeah. So if it attaches to another one, then there's still some form of stability because it's attaching onto something else versus just like nothing. Yeah. So that's, yeah. So best case, your ACL attaches back to each other. And then like, I think mine, so I haven't got a repeat MRI yet because They were like, there, there's no point. Like, you, yeah. A lot of surgeons are in the camp of ACLs don't heal. Yeah. Regardless of. Yeah. 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 I think mine might have attached either. So it can attach like completely or it can attach, but it's like a loose attachment. Yeah. So it's just not as not a, strong as yeah. your original one. So I think mine either did that or it might have attached something else because I can tell that it's not. And it's been getting better as time has gone on. So it's been like a year. Wait, hold on. What did you do? Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like, how did you make that happen? Because I remember, I remember when this happened and you were just like, like you were on crutches, weren't you? Or like limping around, right? Yeah. So I couldn't put weight on it for a while. And I think what I did really well and part of why it worked for me not to have surgery was I never pushed myself to do anything sketchy Mm. that would make my knee unstable. Yeah. So I think if you choose not to get surgery, but then just try to Do push it too stuff. hard and then you get that instability, then that kind of creates bad brain body connections. And yeah. Then, yeah. I think I was very mindful to progress according to what my body could do. Yeah. Yeah. That way I never put myself in any sort of like unstable situation. So like I wouldn't trust. Yeah. Any. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you rested for a while and then were you doing like exercises? You just let it heal. What did you do? Yeah. So pretty much like I was like on the bike, like immediately after just to get it moving, get blood flow. So yeah, yeah, that's the thing with like these injuries is that we tend to think, oh, the like rice. Yeah. Rest, ice, ice. compress, elevate. elevate. Yeah. Yeah. But like actually when you get injured, the best thing you can do is get blood flow to that area because yes. that'll help stimulate better healing, yep. all that. And so I was like, okay, got on the bike because I could do that. That's why we, when people have like pain, we wrap with the, with the bands yeah. instead of, oh, you should put an ice pack on. It's like actually you want more blood flow and constricting it then opens it up and you get yeah. more flow. Yeah. So got on the bike and then just did what I could. So I was doing like box squats yeah. and just testing out carefully things that I could do. And I actually worked with a physical therapist in Australia. He, so I found him online. He specializes in non-operative ACL management. And so we just did Zoom sessions and he would see how I was doing and then give me progressions and let me know, am I on the right track? Cause he's yeah. had a lot of experience working yeah. with people and a lot of rugby players who yeah. non-operatively. So did you hear that? Are you paying attention? She had a problem and she found a coach. Yes. So yeah. Yeah, so that was really helpful and just yeah. making sure that I was doing the right things. And for those times that I was doubtful, is this the right choice? Yeah. It was like, given your timeline and how you're moving, like you're on the right track and yeah. all that. Yeah. Okay. So you did some exercises, you can ease your way back into it. And then what was the sort of, is there, was there some sort of marker that said, okay, I can test this? Yeah. So... Not really a marker. I think it's just individual, but there are certain tests that you can do to see how stable your knee is. So one of the big ones is like a side plank, but your leg is on a bench. So basically you're having like all that force onto your knee when that leg is on the bench because you're supporting your whole body weight. And so being able to hold that without 
your knee feeling like unsteady or anything like that yeah was a big one and then also like a lateral jump continuous jump yeah for that stability so definitely it took me a while to do that side plank without me feeling like my knee was going to give way yeah so it started with like my knee bent for a lot more support yeah and then i can work to a longer and longer lever yeah got it so it was like progressive resistance basically yes yeah yeah. Man, I can't even imagine. I just remember my surgery and all of that stuff. And it was like, yeah, this thing is shot. Like I'm not going to be able to use it again. And the reality is all they do in surgery is just reattach it. Like yeah. they go in and reattach it. And sometimes they'll whatever part of your other part of your body to put it in there. But that's basically what they do. Yeah. And if you are, if you can get it to start reattaching and strengthen it, then you don't need that. Yeah. yeah. I think this also applies to like shoulder issues. It's probably more common with shoulder issues, but like basically like slap tears and things like that. And I don't know how much sense it makes to actually get surgery on that kind of stuff if you can do the rehab and actually strengthen it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So you went through all of that and like you eventually got to the point where you're back on the field, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what was that like? Yeah. So that was definitely very graded as well. So it would be like, I would go out to practice, but manage my minutes, like not the full thing, see how my knee felt. The good thing was that I never really had a whole lot of swelling, yeah. even with returning to running and all that. So actually first had to do return to running type progression. Yeah. So just on the flat surface running and building up endurance there. Yeah. And then short times cutting and on the field and stuff. Yeah. And then building that up. And then adding in some contact, which was the last part of it, yeah. which was the hardest part. I think just like mentally too, I remember I would watch, so like our D2 season was before our WPL season. And so I would be out there watching the games and it'd be like, Ooh, I don't know if I'm going to ever feel confident taking contact like that or being in a contact situation. Yeah. And so that was always a little like scary and unsettling for me. Did I make the right choice? Yeah. But with time and just not being patient with myself was a big yeah. thing where like I had a personal timeline. Like I wanted to be back in six months, but yeah, it's just your body is going to do what it's going to do and it's going to recover at its, at the rate that it's going to recover. And sometimes yeah. it's going to take longer than you want it to. And yeah. To yeah. The thing is, even if you have surgery, you're going to go through all that same stuff. Yeah. It's not like you were like, okay, I'm good. You have to build all this confidence and strength and that kind of thing. So I guess the question I have is somebody out there with an injury that's diagnosed, they've done an MRI, would you recommend going this route? I think it depends on, so a big part of the studies was the beliefs. Yeah. So if you're someone that believes if you tear ACL, then you need surgery, then not having surgery more like the chances of you succeeding with not having surgery will be less than someone that believes that, oh, I don't need surgery. I can do this. Yeah. So that plays a big factor. Yeah. So just like where your mindset is. Yeah. Like I don't, I was like, I think I can do this. Like I want to try and do this, do the best I can. And if I need surgery, then at least I tried. Yeah. But if it's someone that's, oh, I think I definitely need surgery, but maybe I'll try this. And yeah. you're kind of like in between then. Yeah you're more likely not to be successful. Yeah. So just depends on where you're at, where your mindset is and yeah. all that. That's true of any medication as well. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's just, if you believe that it's going to work, then it's going to work. Yeah. And if you don't believe, then it's not going to work. Yeah. Yeah. That's so interesting. That's something like, to me, it just seems pretty cut and dry. It's just like, they show you the thing and it's, yeah, this is completely torn. <laughs> And the more I hear about it, it's like things like back surgeries, shoulder surgeries, like most surgeries, mm -hmm. your body is actually built 
to heal and recover from these kind of things. Yeah. And is it going to happen perfectly? Not without some assistance. But before you go under the knife for something that, you know, potentially could you could heal with some physical therapy, it's worth considering. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I think we're starting to find that out about a lot of different surgeries, like yeah. just doing controlled trials and things like that, meniscus tears and yeah. Yeah, like rehab versus surgery. Like rehab has shown to have better outcomes. Yeah. And it's just one of those things where unfortunately it's so ingrained in mainstream go oh, if i tear something i need to go get it fixed yeah yeah uh, surgically yeah yeah the other thing though is re rehab it requires discipline yeah. and consistency and that's something that people struggle with that's true <laughs> so if you don't if you are one that's going to struggle with that then it may not be the right path for you yeah yeah it's hard though because having surgery like you have surgery to fix the problem but then you have the like surgery in and of itself is another injury yes and so you're just you still have to do the things to yeah. recover from that. And it's might as well just try to do that before getting surgery. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's worth, if you're ever in a situation where you, a doctor is recommending surgery, go find out everything you can about that surgery. Yeah. When you find out that it's actually something really simple and most of it's pretty straightforward. Oh yeah. We're going to reattach these two things or we're going to break the bone and then set it back. It's just, is there another way to do this? Like, it's worth doing the research, even yeah. if you don't go down that route, because whatever you end up doing for recovery from that surgery is going to involve some of those same steps anyway. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. This is really fascinating. So now you're back playing full time. You're doing the work. There's still a little bit of recovery from this, but you're all in on rugby again. Yeah. So that's a I would say that's a pretty that's like a pretty dramatic success story. Yeah. yeah. It's been what, like nine months or something? It's been over a year. So yeah. I actually, it's funny how like fate and the world works, but I tore my ACL June 26th of 2021. Yeah. And then June 26th of 2022 is when we won our national championship. <laughs> yeah. So that was the day of the game. Yeah. And then we won and I remember I like looked at the calendar and I was like, wait a second, this is, <laughs> this is the same day. Yeah. So yeah. And like that weekend I just played like some really good rugby and it yeah. was a really good experience. Yeah. That's yeah, amazing. I just like came full circle and worked out and yeah. yeah, that is just, that's amazing. Yeah. I'm never getting surgery again. <laughs> All right. Well, Serena, thanks for taking the time to share this with us today. And if anyone had follow-up questions, maybe they have a particular situation that they'd love your opinion on. How could they reach you? They can... Find me on Instagram, s.liuu. Okay. All yeah. right. Excellent. Thanks for joining us today. And do us a favor. If you like this podcast, go ahead and write us a review or just write us a little comment under uh, the video. And we'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye. Excellent. Man, that's, cool. that's pretty cool. Man, it could not have been noisier, though.